Welcome to the What Is Truth podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to play two hours worth of an interview I did with the Sean Atwood whistleblower and Tregane, who was instrumental in bringing all the wrongdoings of Mr. Atwood. Fascinating conversation. Hope you guys enjoy it as I did. Anne is a very intelligent, very wise human being. And uh, I had to listen to it a second time just to catch on some of the stuff that I missed the first time around. Um, but you will see, I mean, if you still don't know what's going on with Sean Atwood, listening to this two-hour podcast, you will have a better understanding of what's going on. So hope you enjoy it. Uh, this comes from the live stream I did, as I mentioned on Saturday. And so be sure to subscribe to the YouTube so that you can catch all the live stream action, which I try to do on Saturdays. So definitely check it out. All right, y'all. Enjoy. Hello, Ann. How are you? How are you, my lovely? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, yeah. Awesome, awesome. All right, uh, you, we are now live. We've got, holy smokes, we've got almost 800 people live on the stream. <laughs> oh, <brilliant>. <laughs> the <laughs> power of the amazing, our hero, Andrew Gein. Oh, don't say that. Anyway, what can you see from your side? Nothing, can you? No, no. I The screen is purposely left black. Um, if you would like to see the chat, you are more than welcome to if you turn on to the channel. Oh. Yeah, no, but there's... Your poor viewers not seeing my beauty. I'm sitting here in all my makeup looking very glamorous. Oh! And I'm seeing my pretty face. <laughs> I truly apologize. I should have mentioned that uh, beforehand, so I am deeply sorry for that. I So I started giving everyone a little bit of a heads up on the dirty tactics that this coward is playing. And uh, before we go any further, this note is for everyone in the chat room. Please be courteous and respectful. Uh, the invitation for Callie and Sean is open. If you guys decide to show up, you guys are welcome to show up. And if they do show up, everyone, please be kind. These assholes are playing games, and they're trying to get us. They're trying to incite violence, and uh, you know they're trying to claim cyberbullying. So please be careful. We do have Craig and Chancer as moderators, so behave, or you might have to go to timeout. Please respect that. Uh, so. And I would love to start out with a chronology of the events of how you met Sean and and how it spiraled after that, if you don't mind. Yeah, well, I uh, me and Sean come from the same county, Merseyside, and he comes from the Widow, and I come from Liverpool. I've never heard of even though I worked with the police as well, I've never heard of him, Sean Atwood. And what happened was he interviewed John Wedger. Do you know who John Wedger is? The ex Met police officer. I have heard about that. Uh I, I don't know too much about him to be honest. 
Well, I won't go into too much detail, but there's lots of controversy with some people over him, John Wedge and his point. And I got on Sean and I said, you know, have you looked into this man's claims? Because he doesn't come with receipts where I've always said, I name people and I come with receipts. I can prove that I spoke out when I was in the police. I can prove all this business. So Sean turned around and offered me an interview, which I was surprised by from the one email. So I agreed to it. And I sent him all kinds of information on what I knew. And if there was anything he was uncomfortable talking about on the show, would he tell me so we could leave it out? And he wasn't one bit. I swear he never even read them. He never read them because he never mentioned them. So to cut the long story short, the interview day came. I went in there and Wildman was there. And I got on with Wildman. He was really easy to get on with behind the scenes. He was, yeah, because you see, there's me walking in with makeup on and fussing over myself, getting myself ready for the life and all this. And Wild man, you can tell he's lived a life where he's seen it all, he's most probably done it all, and nothing shocks him. So he was very relaxing. Sean was a different matter. I could see Sean had the corner of my eye pulling faces, which I thought, uh, but I'm used to that, so I'll let that go. Then we went in for the interview, and I must say that's it's very, 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 very rare. When I was in the theatre, we used to do the odd interview, but it was very rare. I hated giving interviews. And it was one of the most painful two hours I could imagine. I remember for a long time. <laughs> he wasn't leading me. He didn't lead any of the questions. I was having to think off the top of my head and trying to fill in the gaps and thinking, is this, I was just thinking, this is a car crash. I'm having to come up with everything off the top of my head. And even in the room, he starts to pull faces a couple of times. But I've decided to ignore it. Anyway, afterwards, that's when the problem started. Because um, before then, and people always say this to me. They say, well, why did you agree to go on his show? Well, when I went on his show, he wasn't doing what he's doing now. All this satanic ritual abuse had been extremely graphic. Well, after we filmed... Suddenly he's doing this Epstein stuff and reading out witness statements of abuse and very, very, very graphic. And I thought, oh, this is just a paedophile's wank fest, this. He'll have all the pedos on here getting off on what he's saying, the details, and also his facial expressions were disturbing me. He was, his eyes would light up. He'd have this grin on his face and I'd think, does he actually know what he's talking about? So he's talking about people being abused and violated. And it just got worse and worse. So I got in touch with Sean and said, Sean said, I'm not happy, I said, with my interview going up on your podcast. Because I said, from what I'm seeing, I said, you're just exploiting the exploited. I said, you're using sexual abuse, especially child sexual abuse, as entertainment and to get clicks. Right. So he wouldn't take it down. And what really annoyed me, this girl of me knows, he said to him, oh, think about all the youths on Merseyside being abused. You can help draw attention to it. So I thought, oh, I thought you'd cheat. So I said, okay, then Sean said, 
what are you going to do? Do you want to come down to the Mainside Police and we'll um, get hold of the Police and Crime Commissioner and we'll get hold of the Chief Constable and we'll ask them why they blocked an investigation into what I reported. Oh, silent, didn't want to know. And remember, this is where, when Sean is going on now, uh, bringing down these bastards and all this, now he's suddenly, he's a paedophile hunter, isn't he? <laughs> now that he found out. Um, when he's doing that, he couldn't give a damn about what was happening in the city or the county he was raised in. I completely on. agree. He couldn't give a damn what's happening here. So that's how we started getting on the wrong side of each other. And it just got worse and worse. All this, look, this satanic ritual abuse. Again, people accuse me of saying there's no such thing as satanic ritual abuse. I'm not saying that. I would not be one bit surprised to find out that somewhere in the world there's a carbon somewhere torturing and killing children because there's no depths humanity cannot reach. If you've got serial killers, if you've got people keeping women for prisoners in, um, you know, cages for years before they're found, you're going to find people who will do things like that. But the way Sean's coming out with it, it's on every street corner. And it's just trying to, it's another satanic panic. That's where he's trying to get going. Right. And, that's what really got, and I swear down, I never heard, I never heard once when I was in the Mayside Police, and I heard lots of things, lots of things. I never heard anything about satanic ritual abuse. I didn't. So all this drama making it bigger. And if you look at it now. It's clickbait. The way it's I said this months ago, Baron, months ago. I said, it's only going to get more dramatic. It went from Epstein and the witness statements. Then it suddenly became Wilfred Wong and Jeanette Archer coming out with these wild stories, really graphic, horrific stories about children being made and uh, all this sort, sort of thing. And I said, it can only get more extreme because like a horror movie the second one has to be more bloody than the first one like a saw movie it's got to get more and more bloody right. to entertain the public and now where is it turned to the dark web surprise surprise now if anyone i'm sorry is truly and genuinely interested in ending or challenging because you'll never end child sex abuse sadly you never will but you can challenge it and stop police forces and institutions covering it up by bringing in laws that will hold them to account, put them in prison, which doesn't happen. But when you go on about ripping children open and making it just as good as you can, that's not taking it seriously. That's actually making it an entertainment. And child sex exploitation and abuse is not entertainment. No. Nope. In my mind. Not at all. So anything else you want to ask? Well, the, you know, you bring up the, we get attacked for using Sean as, you know, to launch our YouTube channels quite a bit. And what I always point out is how this guy has made a career of reading, you know, secondhand work, articles from the Daily Mail that are three days old, and he's made a career out of it. And, you know, it's... It's even worse in his case. And then, like you were saying, when he rolls his eyes back, he's got comments on his videos talking about him rolling his eyes and getting horny off of that stuff. 
I mean, it's it's really sickening when you really think about it and the amount of lies and bullshit that we have been given by this guy. It's it truly is something else. Well, it's also it's a narrative he's running, and that's what I find disturbing as well because there's other people involved in this narrative. He's running a same narrative, and also if you look at him, it's I say like a big person that's in there. I'm not saying that he's controlling Trump, but I'm saying the working together is people like John Wedger, and the fear with John Wedger is that he's going to create. Another situation like Carl Beach. Now, Carl Beach, for your don't know. Carl Beach was a, a man who claimed he started this VIP pedophiles in Westminster scandal in England. And it, oh, it just went off like a bomb. And it was all over the internet. He used to be called Nick um, before it was released. Well, truth was about it. But the end result of him doing that was... And I was told that the time attracted more people that had been waiting. This Nick fella, as we all knew him at that time, he's a liar and he's actually a pedophile himself. They're using him, the Met are using him so that they can turn around and discredit true survivors of a right. sexual exploitation. Anyway, what was that, Suze? E- exploitation. In other words, just... Yeah, what they're doing is they were trying to, because when this VIP world scandal hit, what happened was, forces were hit from everywhere with claims. I was abused, I was abused by this MP, I was abused by this famous person. And you can tell that the vast majority of them, some of them would have been true, the vast majority of them, were lies and it was just going for money trying to get compensation for it and it caused a bottleneck in the police so that abuse that was happening now couldn't be looked into because they were having to do all this uh, background abuse so what they did was this is what I was told anyway by police officers they knew that this fellow was or Carl Beecher's his real name is was lying and they thought, right, let's investigate that. Tr- prove it to be a load of rubbish, a load of lies. Then when anyone else can, can, comes forward, they can more or less brush them off. In other words, say, you know, say to them, hey, we, are, we don't have to deal with you because it's most probably lies and no one will listen to them. And that's exactly what happened. Well, what's happening with John Wedger, as I say, he's a Nick or the Carl Beach of police whistleblowers. Like me, I'm a police whistleblower. And what it means is that if he's built up, and I said this, you see, I say to people, either I'm the greatest psychic in the world and I should be making millions in uh, <laughs> out predictions, because I'd always, I always get right in the end. Right. Suddenly, John is getting more and more noticed and is being seen more. That could be a warning sign that the establishment is ready to use them. Build them right up, make out that they're taking them seriously, then woof, they're going to bring them right down, and then every other police whistleblower that comes along will be sort of being a crack. And that's, and John has, I mean, John, Sean has pushed and pushed and pushed John Wedger more than anyone else. John Wedger would not be where he is today, only for the. Shown out, he pushed them 
and he spoke to a lot of people that have very, very dubious claims. Very, very, very questionable. What about Mr. French? Oh. You know what I mean? Some of the characters he gets on, it's like, what the hell are you thinking? You know, and I saw this before I, I started, you know, questioning him when I still thought he was, a, you know, a good guy. I was like, why are you interviewing these kind of characters? It's like he's trying to push something, and it's truly mind-boggling. But the more that we have dug into this character, the more apparent it becomes he is not the brightest bulb in the fucking room. Oh, no, no. The trail of stupidity that he has left behind. It's just, it's crazy. He does one thing, you know, if anyone in his position, I mean... I'm not going to give away what he's doing because I don't want him to start covering up, but he is doing a lot of committing a lot of stupid mistakes for someone that is allegedly a smart guy that gives conversations at, at Oxford, you know? <laughs> well, I tell you now, that Oxford thing, don't think that that's any great. We have the same thing. We have the uh, University of Liverpool, which is renowned worldwide, and you get any kind of accolade from the University of Liverpool, it's a big, big boast because they have some of the greatest minds there. But yes, I'm telling you now, some of the people they've given those awards to, it's like, it's a running list of pedophiles from their side that get awards from that place. Also understand there's a lot of Masonic um, connections goes on in big cities like this. In, in, and that's like getting them. So Oxford, getting some from Oxford, it's like getting an um, honour from the Queen. My God, I'd be gutted to get an honour from, from the Queen and say <laughs> to her, what? You're trying to make out I'm a Peter? That's what it looks like yeah. now when you get an honour. Anyway. Well, how about his claims? So Sean this week, via his live stream, which, Sean, if you're watching, you deleted the stream, but we got it recorded, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and uh, he said this in his live stream, and he also made a comment saying that folks like yourself, folks like Chancer, folks like myself, are hired by pedophiles who are trying to bring him down because he has taken down these untold numbers of pedophiles, in his words. <laughs> He's I mean the more we, we dig into him it, it becomes apparent that he's not the, like I said, he's not the brightest bulb in the room, but he he's just such a narcissist to the highest degree I, he's just he thinks he's so much smarter than everyone else when he's really yeah. he's dumber than a box of fucking rocks I mean let's just let's, uh huh what he says right and I, again this is the thing I remember I was never a detective but I remember the detectives in the, the police used to say the best person you could ever get suspect was a narcissist because they were the easiest to catch out and slip up because they assumed that they were more intelligent yep. than anyone else and they could get the best of anyone else. And that's why when Sean did his so-called prank, yep. 
in backlights or bad on him because he thought, oh, if I pull off this prank, I'm more intelligent than my followers <laughs> and my subs, so they'll never guess. You know, that's where he slips up, and that's where having a narcissist is a dream when they're suspect because they'll always slip up because they think they're more intelligent. Exactly. You know, uh, I spoke with Chancer this morning. I had a great conversation with him. Uh, we spoke for about 40 minutes to an hour this morning. And Chancer mentioned something that I had missed previously. But Sean is always bragging about the book. Uh, I think it's The 48 Laws of Power. Correct me, Sean, in the chat if I'm wrong. Um, it's The 48 Laws of Power. And he was reading chapter by chapter uh, you know, the, the, the stuff in the book, what the, you know, what the book covers. And it's basically an instruction manual on how to be a manipulative liar. You know, yeah. it, it, the chapters are named, you just read the chapters and it gives you a pretty good gist of what it's all about. Um, it says, become friends with your enemies. Uh, you know, act like, you know, you're the, you're on the side of the king, things along those lines. And it completely fits once, you know, once you connect the dots with what he's doing to us and you read that he's a or you find out that's his favorite book. It all adds up. I mean, and it's it's the book of a narcissist. Yeah, it it's insane. What it is, it's a, as I say, people think and, it, and it's a dangerous assumption to make that they can that the more intelligent everyone else. And I always turn around and say, if you're on the internet, the best investigators you'll ever find are on the internet. And I mean, they'd have to any top police inspector, any top FBI person, anyone, you'll find someone on the internet. Some people just have a natural gift. And if they're sitting out there, they'll find about it. And that's what these people don't realize right, when they're right. doing it because they, they don't, all that they can see is inside. Now, I'm not saying, to me, I've said in the past, which at the shoulder is a, a, is either a psychopath or a sociopath. And that doesn't mean he's going around killing people, but what it means is he can't see outside his own head. His right. reality is all that exists. Right. And his needs wants all that exists. And I think I've seen that in the way he carries on. So he'll always think he can be the best one. But what you said is not very good. He isn't. I mean, he's, he made millions. Yeah, he made millions through his um, drugs, which I'll get on to also this claim that he's making that, you know, he's bringing his bastards down. He wants to remember he was um, giving money to people who were. He, he, he was making meth heads out of innocent people yeah, and yeah. ruining people's uh, lives. And instead of making a GoFundMe account to atone for his sins of converting people into meth heads, and if people that aren't familiar with meth, just go to Google and enter before and after meth head pictures. The damage that this chemical drug does to your body is profound. If a home is, you know, has a certain, I don't know how it is in Europe, but out here in the States, if a home has a certain degree of uh, meth production, the home has to be smashed to the ground and built up with a brand new foundation. 
And so if it does that to a house, you can only imagine the damage it does to the human body. And Sean likes to go out on TV and say, oh, yeah, I'm an ex uh, ecstasy kingpin, you know, in trying to whitewash his fucking crimes. But the fact of the matter is he was dealing meth. And how come he doesn't mention that? And why doesn't the GoFundMe money go to those victims of all the lives that he has ruined? Well, this is what he won't face up to. And I've had this out with him in the past. Not just him. A lot of the people he interviews and tries to hold up as some inspiration. I've never got over this why ex um, look, if someone's an ex-drug addict and they get clean and they stay clean, you can see them as being an inspiration to others, but not an ex-drug stealer that's got out of... I mean, he had it easy. I mean, he may have been hard, had to hold up for six years, but he didn't get what would have happened to him if he'd been an American. He didn't get the... Which makes you suspect if he snitched on someone, you know, he became a rat, or or he had other connections, you have to wonder... Because of the crimes he was charged with, with were very serious, yeah. in which he should still he should have still been in prison currently, but he's out here giving conversations on Oxford and going to ukpunters.com and all that fucking nonsense. Well, I can't see this. Is it. I can't see how we're supposed to look up and go, "Oh, wow, you were a drug um, kingspin." He didn't give up out of any empathy or concern about the lives he was destroying. I believe we people he wanted to strive to him. Not only destroyed lives, people would have died because ecstasy, as we knew back in the 90s, could be a killer drug. People would die and take an ecstasy. Now, he won't admit to that. He won't cough up to that. And it's like, well, he didn't give up at any concern about that. He gave up for selfish reasons because his wife at the time, um, you know, didn't I, want I know. to it. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. And he knows who we're talking about. (laughs) Where the hell is this something to look up to? And then the police, which he didn't realize, in America, they they don't have to catch you with the evidence. If you've been in England, we would have got away with it. But in America, it's a different, uh, you have different laws there. And that's why he was pulled in. And then it's like, oh, well, I decided I wanted to be a reformed character. And what's he doing? Kitching book, kitching, giving speeches, kitching podcast, kitching. They're all kitching, kitching, making money out of it, aren't they? And so I can't say this is a, a we're supposed to remind these people because that's surely showing now. Right. It's, right. A, it's well, just like a YouTube. Yeah, his daddy made him his YouTube channel. If you look at his YouTube URL, it says Derek Atwood. That's his daddy. Yeah. So while he was in prison, his daddy made him his little YouTube channel, you know, and, and got him set up. And I've said this many times before. I have no problem with people that have made mistakes in their life and legitimately reform. The problem with this son of a bitch is that he hasn't reformed. He just went from dealing drugs, dealing meth to now selling fucking con stories and and talking about the nastiest of stories and, and rolling his eyes back, acting like he's horrified when we know he's probably getting off on it and, and he's making a living. And then he's sleeping around with these escorts and prostitutes. And, you know, this is a guy that is against human trafficking and he's fucking around with this, which, you know, and the question that I've had and I talked to Chancellor a little bit is how did you get that email 
because this is a question we asked Sean last week. He he came in braggadocious. He thought he had under everything under control. But when we asked him, where is the email? He started backpedaling. He couldn't answer it. He started making excuse after excuse after excuse. And I don't know if you remember, the, there was a movie that came out in the early 90s with Cuba Gooding Jr. And it was Show Me the Money. I think we need to start making the, the model trend. Show me the email, Sean. Show me the email. And you, you know, which links the way we met, uh, you tagged me in an email directed at Sean on Monday because you had heard about uh, the live stream on Saturday. So you, uh-huh. you tagged me and in your professional, professionally written email, you requested Sean to tell us what the email was. And so for those that don't know, why is knowing the email important? It's no email because, um, just to give people a background, how this all started up and this exposure of what was going on with Carly Diamond was I got an email through. Uh, it was a picture of her, the infamous picture of her with a backside by the um, balcony she was supposed to throw herself over or try to. And in it was a website, a sex website, and it said, have a look at this. There was no dialogue going on in it. It was just um, tell me to click on it. So we did. And when I saw it, I nearly died. Because I could tell it was taken in Sean's class as well. So I um, got up to Sean. And I told him, I said, what's all this? And I showed, sent him the picture of her with her backside um, hanging out. And he got back to me. And it's not the walk I did. He got back saying, you know, that I was being used as a claw for one of his enemies who was trying to bring him down, blah, 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 blah. Right. But then what I gave him the option, and this is this thing that he's saying that I went out to destroy him and all this. Don't forget, this is all taking me by surprise. Well, I didn't know what was going on right. at that time. So I said to him, I said, Sean, I said, just take down, I said, the go for me. I said, it's obvious now that it's a scam. Is scamming people out of money. It's obvious. We've so become more and more obvious. It's been obvious for a while that Carly wasn't trafficked. Or if she was, it was nowhere near as bad as she was making us. But anyway, I said, take it down and that will be it. But being the hard headed narcissist, always in control that he wants to be, he didn't listen. So I published it and then suddenly he went to. Onto this, you know, oh, um, uh, we'll have to say it, it was obviously what he'd done, or in my mind, what he did. He had to come up with a cover story. But the whole thing about that email is he claimed he was the one that sent that to me. Why the hell would you want to do it? I mean, why would on earth would he want to do right, that? Right, right. He said that he sent that to me on purpose so that this sex website that Carly was on was all set up by them to bring me down. Right. Uh, that explained me getting that email. But the fact is, he can't tell me the name of the email. And it has something to do with, he said, um, what was this? Surrey, Surrey Cats. Nothing to do with that. It's a man's name. It's a man's first name and a surname that sent it. And he can't tell because he didn't send it to me. You hear that, so Sean? If you're listening, it has nothing to do with Surrey Cats. Your ass is on blast. We uh, and tagged me in an email directed at you 
last week on Monday, and we have not received a single fucking word, Sean. So if you are out there listening, join us in the chat. We would like to have a word with you. I'm sorry, Ann. Go on. See, it's that email that crashes his whole theory that he was trying to bring me down. And Joe, I'm so annoyed by him. I thought, what he's saying. And Sonia Paul, I mean, my God, that woman. Um, we're basically saying that I'm a pedophile. That's what they were saying. I was a pedophile right. that they were trying to bring down. And I thought, no, if anyone's a pedophile, it's not me. I'm not the one that does a podcast. Um, giving out graphic details. I'm not the one that's looking as if I'm really enjoying what I'm hearing and being said and trying to cover it up. You're not the that one dressing me. people in little kid clothes yeah. and wearing fucking wigs like if they were little kids calling you daddy. You are not the one doing it. It is him. And he's trying to flip it around on us. It's a fucking well, joke. Look, this is the old chestnut. If you turn around and call, I get this all the time. It's like when I used to go on about saying, John Wedger, I'd get, are you a Satanist? Uh, what's on your hard drive and all this business? And they think somehow that's going to frighten me off. It doesn't, because I know what the truth is exactly. about myself. I know why I'm doing it. And the reason I'm doing it, and the reason I stand up, and people have to stand up. See, this is it. There are people who are abused. There will be people who have been tortured. But the thing is, when you've got people who are using it as entertainment and making lies up, it's deflecting from that. Yes. And you can't sensationalize something as serious as child sex exploitation and sex abuse. Anyone that does that, in my mind, is a pervert. They might not be a pedophile, but they're definitely a pervert and a morally Because they're, they're now, finding a market. They're finding a market in it, and it's how sickening to find a niche, a market in something so horrendous. It's disgusting. You got to be twisted, you know, to think you can find a niche or a market in this kind of despicable behavior. Well, they don't. This and it just gets ways and ways. We said before, it's like a film. It has to get more gory, and that's where Sean is at now. It's all like the dark web, and that fella. Swanson, whatever saying is, my God, trying to tell me he's not trying to uh, make it same time this way he's dressed up and the way he's carrying on. I mean, it's like, and again, I can see it again, Sean's making a big mistake yet again yes. doing that because the dark web, yeah, we all know the dark web, say, leave the dark web the professionals to sort out. Don't, because when it's going, oh, this is on the dark web, that's on the dark web. People are going to be thinking, oh, well, I have a look there. Certain people. I can't watch this. I can't watch these shows. I've never watched Ron Swanson. I only saw the bit of him when he was with Sean and he was with the dark glasses on and all that. And this over the top. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, hell. Yeah. And I thought, am I watching, I guess, a kid from the Harlem here or said, is he Scottish? I'm sure he was Scottish the last time I looked. It's all a performance. Right. And I. It's more entertainment, more entertainment coming out. Clickbait. Yeah, but it's, you know, and at the end of the day, right, clickbait isn't a bad thing if you're not exploiting something saying it's the same child sex abuse. But I can't see how um, YouTube allows it to go on. You need to say, look at at someone like Sonny Bolton, right? 
Now, she doesn't like me. She can't stand my guts, Samuel Paul, and I'm not too fond of it. And another one is Anna Breeze, who sure the same. God, but when they approach the subject of child sex exploitation and child sex abuse, I might disagree with some things that Sonia says about, you know, uh, trans women. Right. But she puts it across in the right way. She doesn't go into gory details and stretch it out and go into the... She knows when to stop, and that's the way you should. So Hayne and Sean being together were a big, big, big mistake for her, actually. Not for him, for her. Because she knows where the cut-off point is. He doesn't. Right. Yeah, that's... I mean, I know you brought up uh, Miss Poulton. I was a huge fan of Miss Poulton for a while. And, you know, a little background. What got me interested in the whole Sean Atwood saga was uh, a little over a month ago, I was watching. So I I had seen the fake suicide video, the you know, where he's crying like a little bitch and over the over complete nonsense. We all can agree it's all fucking nonsense. And can I just jump in there? Yeah. This suicide thing i've never said that carly never tried she could have um, tried to commit suicide i don't know i've never said she had she didn't and when she talks about it she does sound convinced when she talks about that side of it but it's irrelevant it doesn't matter whether she tried to commit suicide or not the fact is this go for me and everything else around it is all wise, and that was used to try and get more sympathy, like she used her son to get more sympathy and money. So she could have tried to kill herself, but it's irrelevant. It doesn't make what they're doing any less serious and any less I, bad what they've done. I agree with you uh, 100%. And, you know, even the, the they tried my challenge, so there was a lot of people that questioned whether Sean or Callie were actually in the chat last time, and it I'm 100% fine with people being skeptical. So I I made a follow-up video on Monday showing the screenshots that Sean actually subscribed to my channel. He even left comments on my channel and proven, you know, that it really was him. And then the the icing on the cake that it was Sean was that they attempted the suicide. And uh or I'm sorry, they attempted the the you know to record the the video however yeah. they stopped and recorded stopped and recorded stopped and recorded and then they did not put it on sean's channel they put it on Callie's channel and as of today or it might have even been yesterday the video was gone i mean so yeah. we this proves that it really was sean but as you said whether whether it was a suicide or a fake suicide like you said, it's irrelevant because it does not explain why she was hanging out by that balcony with her ass and junk hanging out. I saw the full picture. The picture that you put on on your YouTube channel, the picture that I put on on my YouTube channel were both censored. But she was butt ass naked. Make no question yeah. about it. And so if this was a prank, why is she dressed like a little fucking girl? Why is she showing her ass butt ass naked? If this is a fucking prank and they tripped hard last week because Callie, they can't even get their fucking story straight. Callie said that uh, last week, Callie said that the, you know, they were saying that it was a prank video. And last week, Callie in the chat said that 
it was a trap. It was a video used as bait to hunt pedophiles. Holy oh, fucking geez. shit. What story are they going to stick with? Do you know what? Honest to God, that woman can't even keep a story straight, as you say. Nope. She can't even come on camera without being high as a kite on drugs. Nope. You know, so you're supposed to be bringing down pedophiles. I've said to her again and again, Carly, give me the names, because if she's got someone um, into court and she's got them prosecuted for being a pedophile, there's nothing holding her back giving the names out. She doesn't give the names out because she hasn't done it. And if anything, she's the one that's pandering, as was very clear from her sex website. She panders to the um, fantasies of pedophiles. Yep. That's what she does. She's quite willing. I mean, the story just changes. I mean, it just gets more it, and more bizarre. When you study someone like that, and I'm sure uh, during your work as a uh, police officer, um, and, you know, I, I'm a little older myself and you go through life and, you know, through the journey of life, you meet people, you start to get a better idea of what kind of people are. And without saying too much, because we don't want to get accused of cyberbullying, you know, that's a big thing right now. But the, the, the stories that are told, I mean, from... From being saved by the Hell's Angels, and yeah. and, and now having COVID nineteen symptoms, it and then and and then the Prince Andrew bullshit. She claimed that she was a she, that she had been abused by Prince Andrew on one of Sean's videos. Look at the video right now before Sean deletes it. And in the video, she's claiming that she was a Prince Andrew victim. Sean is like, "Holy shit! I need to shut this." Beep yeah. out. I need to shut her up because she's going to get me in trouble. So she just runs her fucking mouth, making all kinds of bullshit, which makes it difficult to know between fact and fiction. And it's a fucking joke. And and people with brain cells and critical thinking, we can see through the fucking bullshit. I think what is, she, it's quite clear with her that she's a compulsive liar. She can't stop herself lying. And that's what, as I said in my video, did. she's um, totally screwed it up for herself. There's no way the home officer, the police are going to take her seriously now. No way. There's too many lies come out of her mouth um, for that. And as you say, that um, which was going on about Prince Andrew, oh, God, come on. Come on. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm sorry. Did you see um, that? She said, um, I, I don't know famous people because I don't I do not watch the telly. But as soon as yeah. I seen Prince Andrew on the telly <laughs> yeah. You can't make that shit up. It's so fucking Oh, it's ridiculous. You shouldn't have said that. You, you could yes. see him. He was a with it. He knew she was lying. He yes. Was lying. And, and this brings me to my next point. So on Saturday, you know, we, we had Callie, and I hope Callie's in here. A chat room, is Callie in here? Uh, hey, Craig, let me know. Is Callie in here? Uh, I got no word. No word. Just yes or no, please. Oh, I got a thumbs up. Let's oh. see. Uh, oh no, Craig said Craig said she's not. So last week, um, 
Callie was in here. And on top of what she said, you know, she changed her story. She said that the video was not a prank. It was a trap to catch pedophiles, to go hunting for pedophiles, in her words. And she also said that uh, um, she had some stuff on Sean. She had some dirty stuff. So about a month ago, I made a video. Um, I didn't know much about the case. I even said your no name wrong. And Drogine, right, is is the right way? Androgain? Androgain. That is the yeah. correct way, folks. I've been I've been butchering it, so I apologize to you. I I apologized well, earlier. Right. And do you want to give a quick explanation? Yeah, I will do. What is this? <laughs> I've given you and cause all this trouble by choosing that as an eight. Yeah. Well, what I am is people think I'm a trans woman. I'm not. I don't think I'm a woman. I was born into sex. Now, in the old days, the word for that was hermaphrodite. In other words, both sexes I was born with. I right. won't go into full details about it. But um, anyway, androgyny, people keep on insisting for some reason it should be pronounced androgyny. Now, androgyny means someone or something that looks as if it could be one thing or the other or asexual. You can't work out what sex they are. Androgyne, which is my name, that actually means someone or something that physically has got the attributes of both sexes, which I have. So the two completely different things, but people do. I had one of Sean's um, people he has on all the time, uh, you know, very, very well, you know, who are Henry Feller. He was going on, yeah, well, they say it's wrong, it's androgyny. So I had to tell him, you know, right. put it in. Google and see what's um, Google text to speak. So that's what it means. It's androgyny, not androgyny. But what the hell? It doesn't matter either way. <laughs> well, I just asked you out of respect because I'm going to say this now and it's going to be a little cheesy, but you are my hero. You were the one that woke me up to these shenanigans of Sean Atwood. Um, you know, I, I touched on it a little bit, but someone sent a link to one of your videos. And I think at the time you you had about 200, maybe 300 subscribers. This is why yeah. Sean called your channel a puny channel. And, um, you know, trying to demean us, you know, like, like a narcissist would do. Typical. And so when I clicked the video, before this, I had Sean in – I had him on a pedestal. I will – I will admit that I'm, I'm, I was wrong to do that to begin with, but I will admit that I did. And at, you know, in the spirit of being truthful and, and giving people a fair shake, when someone sent that link, I wanted to see what that was all about. I saw your videos and I was floored. You know, I, I couldn't believe what I had been seeing. I, this anger overtook me that this person who I, I had seen for years, whom I had recommended was, fucking lying through his teeth and had the audacity to show his fucking face on TV day in after day out acting like he's holier than thou and and just straight up lying through his goddamn teeth and so when I saw your video I then saw him make the uh, the prank video you know where he claimed he was making the prank video and 
soon after that, I think it was on a Saturday, they uh, Sonia was allegedly grilling him, and and he was in the little corner. Uh, you're a little bad boy, Sean. Don't do it again. Yeah. You know, and the way they started off demeaning you, trying to drag you through the mud and just straight up shitting on you. I I was out. I, I was completely out. I was team and from right there. And I made a video. I only had six subscribers at the time. I made the video not to be famous or any of that nonsense that fucking Sean is claiming. I made it. I made a heartfelt video. Of all the things that I had just witnessed and just felt let down by Sean. And and that's how I just came into this journey. It, and it was all thanks to you. So I want to thank you, Anne. I, I know it sounds cheesy because I spoke with you earlier, but I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. You are my hero. When you accepted to be in our group uh, early this week, when you accepted my invitation to do this, I couldn't believe it. I was I was like a little schoolboy just running around in the playground, just so happy. And and to have you and, you know, someone that I respect and I admire because you have been dragged through all this shit. There's mean comments, all the just nasty people saying stupid, ignorant shit. And, and you keep persevering. You keep pushing forward. And uh, I want to thank you. You you're just an amazing human being. And I wanted to tell you that. Oh, that's nice, sweet. So you see, where I come from is it's. I just, I've seen it, you see, this one thing says, I've seen in the police, when I saw and learned what was going on um, in England, well, in the UK, to these youths, it horrified me that much, and I ended up speaking out, lost a hell of a lot, because of it. But when I saw people, like, it wasn't only Sean, and Sean's not the only one I've answered, there was another name. Um, Fellow much bigger and well known than Sean, that um, I asked as being very dubious. And that was a man called Simon Danchuk. Now, you won't have heard of him, will you? No, I've, I've never heard of the man. And Simon Danchuk, he was a, a member of Parliament, okay. an MP in Rochdale, where groom and scandal went off. <laughs> And I found out he was sexting young girls. Now he was he was the one behind the VIP pedophile scandal as well. Will the Carl B thing? He was right. involved in um, in that and out a uh, man called Cyril Smith, which he didn't know, and I knew he didn't know because he was out in many many years before in the eighties. But I this is going back to I think two thousand and. 14, 2015, and I um, found out that he was sexing these young girls. Wow. And I went on to the Manchester police and I said, you've got to look into this, and it's worrying. Well, that eventually led to him, his career crash, when that was found out, because he, was, he must have been pushing 50 at the time, and he's sending these lewd texts to this young girl. Now, that got me chased off social media because he had a huge follow. Oh, they were a hero. He was going to save all the children and all this business. But I knew that he was pulling the fast one. So, and sounds like Mr. Atwood. <laughs> what was that? It sounds like Mr. Atwood. Oh, well, it was, I tell you now, it was, this is what people, again, those people that chased me up, uh, that 
FaceTime now and chase me up on social media. Oh, God, my name was just absolutely dead at that time. Right. You know, I had to tap, you know, within three months they're all attacking on themselves, calling them for everything. And I thought, there we go. <laughs> the one that gets the game. And then three months later, they're all agreeing that, it, that he was bad news. But the reason it did is because I thought, no, this is not a subject to make a career out of and make no. loads of money, of, which people try to do. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. Just, it's. Uh, you know, I, I listened to a podcast a while back by Sam Harris and he went in depth of, you know, how serious of an issue this, you know, the abuse of children are. And one of the biggest things is that no one wants to really touch it. Um, it's, it, it's, it's something that will screw you, screw your brain over. Um, you know, you're, you're seeing kids being victimized. And so it's tough as it is. But to have someone sensationalize it exactly. and make it as entertainment, that is fucking disgusting, despicable. It's just, this, you said exactly what I said all the time. Child sex abuse and child sex exploitation is bad enough. You don't need to dress it all and sensationalize it and make it into like a gory, satanic situation right you just don't have to do that because it's bad enough but these children and this is why i challenge people like sean and challenge people like john wedge and others is when they're doing this and people are lapping it all the loveliness oh there's lots of people out there want to hear all these gory stories uh, they couldn't give a damn about as same situation on main side it'd be the same in every city it'd be the same in america as well who were hooked onto drugs by powerful people in the area where they live and abuse and the police forces when it's reported so just turned a blind eye right. because these uh, people in that area have influence over the chiefs of the force but the left to us and these are children who usually start off the, what we used to call latchkey kids, they haven't got a solid or secure family background and they're just left to their own devices. There's no, well, I, I was going to say the parents don't care about them. Sometimes the parents do care, but you know what? Caring and trying to get help are two different things. Right. The help is when they try to get that out. But the left thing, I mean, Sean, I'm upset about Sean. Sean knows what's happening in the city, in the county he was born and raised in, and he couldn't even be bothered with all the influence they had asking the chief constable and the police and crime commissioner, why have you blocked this? You know, and that says it all because it's not entertaining enough. It won't get the clicks out. It's Sean going to interview some lad that comes on or some girl that comes on and says, oh, I was uh, abused by a local councillor. No one knows. It's not a famous councillor. And I was abused by... No, he's not going to be interested in that. But if they come on and say, oh, yeah, and when I was 15, they ripped a baby out of me, these Satanists, and they paint it, and we had to eat it, and we had to do... Oh, then he'd be on to it. He'd oh, be yeah. And go, oh, oh, and making all these strange noises. Yeah, does. rolling his eyes back. Like, yeah. You, there's a saying, the O-face... I don't know if you're familiar with that, you know, 
the O face where it's just like, oh, oh, oh. oh. (laughs) It's pathetic. And, you know, he knows it. We all know it. We call him out and he doesn't give a shit. It's, It's almost like he's admitting it. It's. He doesn't renounce it. It's, uh, I don't, at this point, to be honest with you, anything he does or say doesn't really surprise me anymore. I I, I think I've got a, a pretty good profile picture of, of what this character is. Just one of the, the biggest narcissists around. He, he, he thinks he can get away with fucking anything. I mean, in his live streams, he, he's throwing jabs at us. You know, I, I caught him a couple of times using the word motherfucker when when he never uses that word. And he yeah. used that around. He was trying to throw a jab at me is what I took it as. And then using the, the term much love and respect, which is something I use. He's throwing these fucking jabs and he just thinks he's on top of the world. And then making those bogus ass claims that we, you and I and Chancer and Joel's and Everyone else making their channels. We are hired by pedophiles. What an obscene. Can you imagine if we were making videos accusing Sean being hired by the pedophiles? But you know what? Funny now is this is, this is where he's losing. He's actually losing the grip of it. He is, so he's carrying on. I go now. Well, if he thought so, so I was such a pedophile, support pedophiles. Why was he communicating with me for so long? And also, there's another issue as well. You know when he's going on that we're trying to protect, or we're hired by these pedophiles. I've got an email from him only a few days ago when he turns around and starts complaining because I said, oh, I'm not going to make any more videos about him. With that one else. Yeah. So he's, I think he's, he's just, he's struggling to get it back on track. Well, he's making things worse for himself as he's doing it because at the end of the day, he may have made millions through drugs, but he's actually a bad businessman. He's a terrible businessman. <laughs> Every talk just absolutely goes up, tits up. He can't keep it going. So he doesn't make the right decisions, and that's because he only sees inside his own head. He can't see outside his own head. And he thinks I'm a big success now. But he forgets with success comes responsibility. Right, right. And, you know, a lot of the the reason we know about all this stuff, all these, all these little things, is because of his sheer stupidity. Like I said, he's been tripping over his own damn self. He's left clues every fucking where. And... <sighs> just dumber than a box of rocks just because you read a book that says the 48 laws of power yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean you're a fucking genius he's a complete fucking idiot it's, and and i will gladly say that i, I know the free speech thing in, in the uk right now is is a little a little wild a little different you know and speaking with chancer it just sounds like it's crazy I'm in Florida, so I'll say whatever the fuck I want about Sean and, and his conniving, fraudulent ways. You see, in England, this is it. In the UK, when you talk about um, free speech, and I believe the children, I've heard the children are sending out cease and desist notices to people. Lord of nonsense. If anyone gets that one, one of them off, take no notes of it because in the UK, and the same in America, 
that's talking about defamation, slander or libel, whether it's spoken or written. And to take someone to court for that in England has to go to the high court, and you're talking about hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions, to bring a case. And if you win the case and the person you sue and doesn't have any money, guess what? You still have to pay all the uh, costs of the court and their costs. So, you know, right. you go there and you best make sure that if he's sending these cease and desist things, he best make sure that the people he's suing are millionaires. Because <laughs> it's like when you go to the police here. Right. And people say, oh, I'm getting slapped off and all that. Defamation is a civil case. It's not a criminal case, and the police don't deal with them in civil cases. So they're like, oh, but they can't get out of it. So people panic about this freedom of speech, but it's a load of nonsense, it is. We do have freedom of speech, right. but as I say, freedom of speech is no good if you say it and no one listens to you. Yeah. So have you felt any direct threats uh, leveled at you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got doxxed. I got doxxed, and um, but what it did was I went straight to the police and said, right, just open a log. I said, here's the names, gave them Sean's name, gave them Carly's real name and her name, which I won't give out because I don't go talk to people. I'm not daisy like that. Right. And um, the person who actually did it as well. And so I said, well, if I get any harassment or if I get any problems, come to me, door. I said, these are the people you go to to question about it. So if they try any nonsense, even if it isn't there, the police are going to call at their door. So that's how you protect yourself against it. So I have had the odd little uh, threat. But I used to get threats all the time. The police are always going to be murdered. Right. It's going to have your head cut off and all sorts. It's just the thing that you... People don't usually tell you that they're going to kill you. Well... They don't usually do that. It, it, it's... You know, again, when you've got nothing to hide, why go through all these attempts and trying to terminate channels... Um, yeah. censoring people's comments on your channel and then making threats. Jimmy was on the show last week. Big shout out to Jimmy of EOTT. And uh, when he was on the stream, he showed me the text he got from Sean directly. Now, this is my opinion. And, and Jimmy allowed me, he gave me permission to talk about the text. Um, but this is my strictly my opinion. Sean gave him a fucking threat, a straight up threat. So not only is he going around spreading these comments to dox us, if you will, to get us reported, um, he's going around threatening. He's going out harassing people. Are these the actions of an innocent person? I can't ask that enough. It's, it's so blatant that we're dealing with a giant liar, two giant liars, if we, you know, if we count Lady Godiva, <laughs> if, yeah, if you refer to her, but it, when you dig deep, I mean, I wanted to cover some of the basic stuff that you and I already knew, but this is more in tune for the people that are just clueless. And, and I don't mean that in a, in a derogatory way. It's just for the people that are just finding out about their Lord and Savior, Mr. Uh, Sean, you know? Wake them up yeah. to this nonsense. 
You see, so the thing is, people are always will always be found out. They will have seen this again and again on, especially with, let's say, with the subject of child sex exploitation. In the, I've seen all the VIP people. I've seen it all. Seen it come. Seen it go. Seen the damage it left behind, and it seems to come, especially this. Um, satanic ritual abuse it seems to come in cycles it's been going on since the 19 since say um, my canadian book michelle remembers course to all so it comes in cycles but it comes and it goes then suddenly some future generation thinks oh we must have, we've got to have some gory to talk about we've got to have something to get money to get attention so they mm-hmm. come up with it again and that's what happens but it only can get worse and this is what's the danger with podcasts as well when you're in a podcast can remember Sean used to be all prison reform and gangsters and all this kind of thing that's what he was into right of course that stops getting the big hits so he's got to go on something else so he goes on to Epstein getting the big hits but people start thinking oh yawn 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 He's right. still going on the hedgerow. Then it becomes a satanic ritual abuse. Right. And all very exciting. Then it becomes yawn, yawn, yawn. Now something it's dark. But what's going to be next? It has, in the entertainment industry, this is a no, no trend lasts forever within the entertainment industry. So you've got to be prepared to change track. And what Sean is doing, like a lot of them do, to get the attention with child sex exploitation. And they try to run with it, but they suddenly realise it can only go so far. Right. And then they've got to go on to something else. It's almost like a drug, you know? It's You try a little bit, and you get a little hit, and so you need a little bit more and more, and then you just take it to further depths. That's, you know, it's it's disgusting. It's just, it's a shame that, and this, uh, that's what, oh, he really annoys me when he's going on about this, bringing these bastards down, this new thing he's come yeah. up with, I'd say, that he's trying to be an, um, you know, pedophile. A hero. Pedophile, no, no chance at all. But um, it's just so insulting. It's like, you're the one that's actually providing the material that a pedophile gets right. off on. And... He's um, accusing other people. And, and again, where are these pedophiles he's bringing down? I haven't seen one name, not one that he's mentioned. Yeah. Or anyone who said, oh, um, is he trying to make out he's responsible for, um, what's the name, that Maxwell? Right. No chance. Oh, my no God. Chance. Nothing, nothing. And, you know, when, when I read that, uh, comment that he left that basically calling you know telling you folks like yourself and myself that we are being funded by the same pedophiles that he is trying to take down I can laugh at it now but holy shit when I first read it I was incensed yeah. I mean it pissed me the hell off how dare he say anything remotely stupid and ignorant I mean he's like you said Name me one person who this motherfucker has taken down. He hasn't taken down a goddamn person. So all these people, there's a lot of people, you know, I've dealt with some uh, this morning. I don't really go through my comments. I get too many uh, lately, so I just kind of turn them off. But I did go through a few, and they were saying that, you know, leave Sean alone. He's, he's an adult. He's doing adult things. 
but he's bringing down these pedos. Name well, me one is. fucking pedo that he has brought yeah. down, and I'll shut the fuck up. You know? Yeah. That's it. He hasn't brought that. I, I get that. It's like, oh, to go to work, he's doing, and all this. Where? Where? I'm sorry. Do you know what? The litmus test of good work when you're dealing with child sex exploitation is stopping it happening. Where's he stopped it happening? He hasn't. <laughs> he just talked in graphic detail about it. And there's loads going around claiming they, you know, uh, they stop name child sex exploitation. I'll tell you something now. Now, this shocks people. It shocks people. In England, I don't know about America. I can't talk about in America. But in regard to a police cover-up, the solution to expose and cover-ups and stop them happening is so easy, it's laughable. It's laughable. It's that easy. Yeah. And yet people go, give me money like John Wedger. Give me thousands of pounds so I can fight for police whistleblowers. All that you have to do, and I'll give you a quick overview of this. In British police forces, we have a thing called niche. Don't ask me what it stands for. I can't remember what the word, what the letters stand for, but it's called niche. Now, niche is accessible by police forces and the home office. Any time... The police have any contact with the member of the public, no matter how insignificant it is, it has to be logged on to niche. Now, when a police officer or a member of staff deal with a member of the public, they have to go on to niche and update niche and say, I spoke to this person, or this person spoke to us, or we've heard this, we've heard that, and it all gets locked. Now, the way cover-ups happen in this country is... A police officer will find or catch an influential paedophile, a paedophile power of the chiefs, let's say, the force, and they'll go and put the details onto niche. And a false instant manager, if you can hear any coughing, it's my dog, he's getting jealous, so he starts coughing to get my attention. Um, a false instant manager will come along and decide whether it's looked into investigation or not. Now, if he or she says, no, that's it, it's not going any further, the police officer has no power. And that's how cover-ups happen, because when it's someone that's being protected by the chiefs, the force will turn around and say, no further action. Right. That's how easy if it was a law was introduced where when a police officer or a member of staff says they have seen evidence on niche of cover-ups of paedophiles or anything else, the law should be introduced that it has to be looked at and opened up, but they won't. They won't do that because they know damn well the day that happens is the day all these MPs, all these uh, ministers, all these doctors, all these solicitors with their power and influence over the chiefs of the police forces will be exposed as that they were known to be getting up to no good. And that's how easy it is just to have a law saying it will be opened. In other words, you could do all that you've got to do. If I had any suspicions about anyone, I'd just have to put the name in, the date of birth in, and wow, I get everything. Absolutely everything, all the suspicions that the police have over them, and all the encounters. That's how easy it is. I told that to Sean. You hear me talking about it when he's interviewing me. Has he ever shown any interest in that? Which would make a real change. Right. If that came in. Oh, no. 
he had and he's not warned it being bothered with that. And that's why what's happening on May's side is happening and happens in other cities because the police and crime commissioners and I have to blame America for that. We got them from you lot. You should have kept them. We were saying we don't want them but we got them. <laughs> it was very likely about being police and crime commissioners. And they're so corrupt they are, it's unbelievable. Oh believe me, I'm all over that corruption. <laughs> It's everywhere, everywhere. And, you know, one thing that I, I've, I've harped on in the past is just this whole pedophilia shit. For him to focus, you know, only on satanic ritual abuse is also being dishonest because this abuse, this pedophile shit not only happens in satanic circles, it happens in the government as evidence with Epstein, and it happens within religious conservative institutions and Hollywood. It's all over the place. It's not just in one arena. Yeah. And and the fact that he, he would just stick to one little spot. I mean, it goes back to that book, uh, The 48 Laws of Power. And it just, it pretty much says, just stick, you know, um, just stick to to uh, a game plan and, and, and run with yeah. it. And, and do, build a cult-like following. That's one of the chapters. Build a cult-like yeah. fo- following. Exactly. What have I turned on and said about John Ledger again and again? He's building a cult. Yes. And John, I mean, Sean Atwood wants in on that. You see, what he got from John, um, what Sean got from John Ledger was he got a supply of people he could bring in to give him horror stories like Wilfred Wong and Jeanette um, Archer and others. He's got them all in there that... So he's in, he wants to be in on that. And that's all he's interested in, having this steady supply of people that he can get clicks with. Right. But the tragedy over it is, I say, it's all cause and deflection. And it's easy to see as well that it is all nonsense because it's the way, oh, it's the way the tool, it's like right in front of your face, this is the load of nonsense. I've said this about Wilfred Wong and his claims. So Wilfred Wong and people don't know. He claims that what he's next base of, I don't know. He's say that he's next base of satanic ritual abuse. But he's been around for decades and never actually got anywhere or provided any solid evidence from what I can see. Right. But they want it both ways. At one minute they turn around and say, oh, the police are covering this up. Then they're saying, ah, but there was this case, there was five cases or there was ten cases uh, that was successfully prosecuted. And it's like, well, wait a minute, how did they get prosecuted if the police are covering it up? You can't get a case to court unless the police bring it with the um, CPS. Now, CPS over here doesn't mean the same as in America. It's got nothing to do with children. It's the Crime Prosecution Service here and they agree when the cases should be taken on that. And I'm telling you now, there's so much in with the establishment. If they call for something up, it's not going to go. Because the police are always getting told, no, don't take that, don't take that. So they actually want it both ways. They want to say, oh, the police are covering it up. At the same time, they're saying, oh, but look, this was sex. It's like, which one is it? Are they covering it up or not? Or is the truth is that it's just not as widespread as you're trying to make out Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, just listening to everything you described as why cover-ups go and happen just pretty much explains why we had Epstein, Prince Andrew, all that nonsense. Oh, yeah. it, it all makes sense. 
when you put it See, down. it's there. The evidence is there all the time to see. But you have to look at it and in an um, not-so-sick, cold way. And that's why I say in when things are all jazzed up there's no evidence because I get people from Sean's channel I get people who like Wilford Wong I like John Wedge and they come on oh you you're calling these people you're saying they're liars now I'll call people out for being liars when I can see where they're slipping up on the claims or the claims so right. I always say to Ness Archer I always pull it up and say it doesn't take much doesn't take much at all for an open mind to work out that Jane Archer is a very dubious, her claims are very, very dubious, because she keeps on changing them, and think it just doesn't, the narrative doesn't run correctly. Now, you've got to do that, because there will be some people who are telling the truth. Right. If they get mired up in all this sensationalness and get mired up with people who aren't telling the truth, they're going to be cast as like, I know down well, John Wedger, I've seen a couple of people he's spoken to. And there's one lady from the Caribbean. Now, she wasn't, she didn't claim to be a victim of satanic ritual music, claimed that on her behalf, but you can tell she's genuine. You can tell she's very, very genuine. So there are genuine people there, but they get, you have to look at the facts. You have to look at the facts, and those are where you have to look at the facts and demand to see, you know, evidence of this if they've got it is if you want to take it to a course you've got to have the evidence there you can't go into a court and just make claims you've got or if you make claims you've got to back them up you mean you you can't go into court and uh and just tell people some crazy traffic story and they won't take your word you just got to you go into courts, the first thing goes say is right, especially criminal courts. I mean, you're talking about people's liberties at stake. Yeah. You have to live away from them. It's got to be with it, without reasonable doubt. You've got to know exactly. They've got to see, they say, if there's any doubt in it, that's why juries are told, if there's any doubt in your mind, you don't go with it. If there's any doubts at all, because you're taking someone's liberty away from them and so when you get people as I say and they're coming out with all these amazing claims of baby Satanists and all this and torturing children and all that business especially when they're sitting there with a big grin on the face and you think oh my god there hasn't done you much damage to it well by the looks of it you know that wouldn't get through a court case, it's like, it wouldn't even get to court. The CPS, the Crown Prosecution Service, would look at that and they'd say, go on, get out of it. Do you think we're going to waste public money taking that to court when you've got not one shred of evidence to prove what you're saying or show what you're saying? And that, the same would be true on the internet. Now, of course, some people won't have solid evidence. We know that. But you can tell by the, re the way they relate what's happened to them, whether the likelihood is to tell the truth or not. You can just tell when someone's doing it for attention because they tend to run with it when they're doing it for attention. It gets more extreme. It gets more colourful. Yeah, I mean, when, when you're telling people that, you know, all of a sudden these Hell's Angels bands come by and you're laying traps for pedophiles, and you're making pranks at the same time. And you got COVID nineteen symptoms, and I mean, just I mean, what's next? An alien abduction? You this know? is what I'm saying. It just gets more. Well, actually, 
she thought a vampire, didn't she? Or fellow who claimed he was a vampire, and the man who could stop his own heart. You know, it just gets more and more. <laughs> Oh my god! You can't make this shit up. She's the one making shit up. It's, it's a fucking joke. And like I said on that Prince Andrew clip, um, which I actually found on Joel's channel, um, she put the clip on there, and she's making the claim that she was one of Prince Andrew's victims. And Sean is trying to shut her up, like shut up, shut up, shut up, <laughs> and she keeps talking, and just gets his ass in trouble. See, she's the, the whole point of it is I'm from day one. Now, I knew she was coming up. Didn't know who she was, but he told me before anyone else knew because he sent me an email saying, oh, I've got this. Uh, everyone says that I don't help. You don't help. You don't help survivors or victims, Sean. You said they don't help any uh, victims that are presently suffering. I can assure you now. Um, he was going on. He was having it, and he said, she was trafficked when she was 24. And I said, Sean, I'm not being funny. I said, that's not child sex abuse when you're 24. It's a bit, you know, it's a yeah. big uh, you're, you're a little too old for that shit at that point in time, you know? And I said to him, you put, I said, she's trafficked and you put my face on. But I didn't know he was going to put a face on screen. Then I saw the advert for it and a face is on the thumbnail. And I got on to him and said, Sean, what are you doing? I said, that's in your house. And I said, you've got a face there. I said, if she's being trafficked, I said, you can't do that. I said, you put her in danger. Yeah. And that face starts to look an iffy. Maybe the Hell's Angels were, were outside the building keeping a, keeping a watch. <laughs> Ready to scoop her up and ride into the sunset. This is where Sean made a mistake. He had to pick someone that, God help her, I mean, I have had some sympathy with it. She's challenged in the intellect department because she can't stop. I mean, she just got, she's exposed for being involved in with this girl for me. And then she turns around and says, oh, I'm going to see me a doctor mom. Could someone pay for me a horse? (laughs) To be a thing up there because I've got that feeling. It's like, who the hell would say they got a horse when they're getting accused of scamming people out of five? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's mad. She's, I, think, I think it's a drug problem with it because I'm sorry. You can see on it. Track marks. You can see her eyes. She's spaced out isn't she, when she's talking and drooling. And that's supposed to be COVID apparently. That makes her do that. But um, I think the upshot is some point um, Sean's going to get bored with her, which he will. Because I've said to Sean, he uses women. See, Sean, actually, to me, and this is my personal opinion of man, things he said about his uh, relationships in the past are just things for sex. And he confuses sex with love. Yeah. That's what he confuses it with. And his ideal woman, I mean, most men, most men will be horrified to think that the partner was a sex worker. They'd be horrified. But of course, Sean likes to see woman-on-woman action, doesn't he? So his ideal partner would be someone that was in sex work, and especially someone that went with women, a woman that went with other women. Or maybe he's a um, cuck, you know, a, just a cuckold. And he yeah. likes, he's into that shit. Which, I mean, if anyone's into that, I'm not trying to lay judgment. But, yeah. you know, when you're scamming people and laying down these GoFundMe monies for... An alleged traffic victim, which is, in reality, 
by all accounts and all the research we have done, is nothing but a glorified prostitute. Let's yeah, be honest now. She's a very expensive one as well. Very expensive one. Very expensive. So but the point is, he'll get bored of it eventually. He'll need new He'll need something new. And when he does that and she's pushed out, she'll, I bet she turns around and attacks him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have no. So I've been I've had this theory for a while now. I mean, let me know what you think about it. But I feel they they both got into a tryst, if you will. And they both have shit on each other. And Sean, you know, especially with the Prince Andrew uh, clip that I mentioned, Sean would love nothing more than to get rid of Callie. But he can't. Because Callie yeah. has a bunch of shit on him. And this is why I had said early, you know, about a month ago that there's a little bit of blackmailing. And I'm not saying Sean is a victim by any fucking means. I'm just saying what I see is they're both using each other. And Sean would okay. love nothing than to dump her and kick her on the side. But he can't. And that's the bottom line. Well, I think what it, is, what it looks like, this is a, my supposition. I don't know 100% for sure. But what it looks like, and uh, he... Got in touch with him. He just wants sex. That love to him. He must have come down to a light that they dreamt up this scam. Which is a scam and it's still going. It's not, it was a scam. It is a scam. That, don't fool me, last time I looked, it's still a up and running. So they're still scamming people. And he came up with this because he was getting slapped off. And I was the one doing it to him. Saying, why aren't you doing it and tell people? Why are you always talking about historical cases? So we came out with this, so she was trapping. But as you say, he's not that intelligent. He's not bright, sure. So we can't come up with a convincing scenario. So all the pitfalls there, why is this woman that's in danger? You're putting her face out there. Yeah. Why did this happen? Why is that? When she this committed suicide happened, that's when it went really bizarre. When I put that post up, when I say, did one, this has to stop. Nobody did this. Oh, she's just trying to kill herself crying. <laughs> and I put a video up said, this has to stop now, this exploitation. Because at the time, I was still sympathizing with Carly. See, they make happen I'm a bad bastard, but now I was sympathizing with her. I was giving her the benefit. I think that she was the victim. Right. I've changed my mind now. But okay. um, I was getting all kinds, all kinds of... Um, Emails tell me to take down the video, and I thought, well, why? Why did they suddenly want it forgotten that she tried to commit suicide or allegedly tried to commit suicide? So I still don't have all the answers about it. Really? Still don't have all the yeah, I, and you know, early on, I, I, I had always wondered. I'm like, why, why don't you come after Kelly? You know, and I, I had seen it from the very beginning um, that we're using each other. And, you know, I got a little flack for it. I'm like, no, no, that's not that's not the case. But I think we can safely see that it's a two-way street. And uh, Sean would love nothing more than to get rid of her, but he, he just can't. It's a liability. That's why when Callie comes in and joins us in the chat, come and join us, Callie. We miss you. You showed up the last couple of weeks. Come and show up. But when she starts talking, Sean will come in. He's got to do damage control. He's got to babysit. He's got to use... The Karma Jane accounts. <laughs> oh, God, the Karma Jane one, my God. Carly and Sean, they won't face me. It's like another one. John Ledger will not face me. 
right. 100% because he know especially with Abe John Witcher he knows I know the language so please speak and I know what's what and I know what's a load of rubbish and he knows how it's written to it and to show you in a live stream in no time at all so they avoid me because I know I, I can see I can point out where the time is but Carly will at some point he'll jump in or she'll get fed up with him and that's it she'll run her mouth off and then we'll hear all the truth all right. the truth of what's gone on and that's why I've been calling for her for the last couple of weeks I do feel like she would flip because she unlike Sean would, would probably feel a little bit more remorseful. You, you know, oh, as outlandish I as her stories may be, she may actually feel a little remorse for all this bullshit yeah. and shenanigans that everyone's getting dragged into, you know? Well, the way I think of it is that, and that's what really turned against me, a woman that blatantly is using her own to try and scam people, she will know the concept of empathy, remorse, or morals. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting. That whole child, and it's like, won't say the name on it, but there was an article going around from years ago where her dog was thrown off a, a building or something, and it's got her name on it. Well, who's standing there right next to her, her son? What's the son got to do with it? Mm-hmm. Again, it's the thing that poor lad... He's being you know, used. Uh, using. The, he's being weaponized, and, yeah. and and that's what pisses me off about the whole thing. Why bring innocent people and and use them as weapons? You know. Well, it's and this is the man that showed that what's the man that's going on. You know, he's bringing up. You know, all these past and all this. Yeah, he's he's as well knowing that he knew he knew damn well that when. She was going on, oh, thank you for your money, and I've got my son back and all this. He knew she hadn't had a son back. She didn't have a custody of a son, because over here, right, when they oh, my God, there's you have your I used to say to people, they used to come into the police, and they'd go, oh, I can't control my kids, can you get onto the social services? Right. And I'd say, I'd say, as a very, very, very last resort, <laughs> get the as a result. Because as I used to say to them, once they get in your life, you won't get them out again. And I used to have to say that, but I see, you can see sometimes the social services do things great, but I've seen too many times the social services have absolutely caused chaos in people's lives, absolute chaos. So there's no way. They turn around and say to her, oh, you've got a flat because people gave you £5,000. Oh, you can actually sell back. It's not going to happen. And then, of course, Rain of Britain, Carly, again turns around and says in one of the videos, oh, she says in one of the comments or whatever, that her son, she can see her son after the school holidays. I mean, she can see us on during the next school holidays, and it's like, so there we go. Yeah, and that has—that's one of the biggest things that just has bothered me the most—is just how innocent parties are just being taken care of, whether it's the the son being involved in this nonsense or the people that are donating to these scam fund me accounts. You know. That's what's hateful. And I said short twice, I said, just please, I said, take down the, uh, the GoFundMe. 
because she's scamming people. And no man's people say, oh, well, if they're stupid enough to give money to it. No, that's not the way to look at it. These are people with good hearts. Right. Um, these are people who have compassion. And that compassion is being used. And do you know what the really sad thing is? And this is what really annoys me. There's that many scams out there doing that. That people with good hearts that won't give to genuine cases and genuine people in need don't because they think, oh, am I being scammed here? Yeah. And that's the truth about it. Well, I've heard, I've, I'm sure you have received the same, but I get comments pretty much on a weekly basis saying exactly that that you know what i i was donating and i feel like such a fucking fool for donating to these people i thought i was helping these people out and to know that i've been had i don't think i'll ever donate online again and so it's it's like crying wolf in in a big sense you know you you got people that want to help want to help and then when people come up that really need that help Who's yeah. going to want to help? That's a tragic thing, and that's why I'm disgusted with Sean, and that's why I have no sympathy with him. Oh, hey, I don't have any sympathy, and even if it does come out that she has got autism, because she says she has a aspasia, doesn't she? Well, she says she has, we don't know. I don't know whether she has or whether it's drugs that we're seeing with this strange way she goes on. But either way, having aspasia or having autism, doesn't mean that you're blissfully unaware that you're scamming or taking advantage She's got a brain in her head. She can work out right from wrong. And again, think about glories, isn't it? Yeah. It's no right from wrong. You can be, you can have whatever, and we used to get this as well in the police. You know, people come in, I've got a mental health issues, and you, I can do this, and you can't do this. And I turn around and say, We can, because you're just edging camera out, camera. You're using your mental health issue and you know you're doing wrong. So I said you can't because you know you're doing wrong when you've got a mental health issue or not. And that's what they play on. And yeah. it's sad, it's tragic it is because as you say, there's people out there that genuinely need help, especially in this present climate that's going on. They really need help and they can't get it because people are wary of turning I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, one of the biggest mistakes, if he had confessed and admitted what he had done was wrong and tried to rectify it, we wouldn't be here talking about it today. I gave him every opportunity on Saturday when he showed up. I was practically begging him, and I feel like a fool saying this, but I felt a little hope in my heart that he would come out clean and admit his wrongdoing. And, and, and I even told him people like me would, you know, would start getting behind you. We wouldn't be happy with the bullshit that you dragged us through, but we would start getting behind you. But he keeps lying. He keeps thinking that he is smarter than us and and we don't see through the bullshit and lies. And it's, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it, but I, you know, after last week just begging him to come clean, I, I just, I don't know. And then him trying to take down our channels, I just don't see any path through redemption. Forgive me, but that's just how I feel. This is the thing with Sean. You're not going to get His brain isn't wired. His brain is not wired to think in that way that he's going to, you know, people are going to get the best of him. He's got his brain is saying, oh, he's the success. He's like this latest one, which is totally 
majority of these men and pulled them about. He, he took down the vigil, but he strongly suggests in it that he's going to tell people why he's taking these bastards down, what he's saying, and you can see him He's trying to make out now, he's going to come out and say that he was sexually abused. Oh, yeah. And, because he's gone, I took my moment, and, and suddenly on this run, Swanson's channel, I noticed the day Mavitry uh, said this, suddenly Ron Swanson's got this uh, thumbnail saying, most people talk about the fact that they were abused when they're 52 years old, new to me that used to me that they went to the community too to talk about it and how old is Sean so this story is being led up it's PR it's, it's damage control it's PR and we've been talking about it for a while and y- y'all know who I'm talking about we've been talking about it that the message that Sean is going to drop is going to be with something to do with him being abused either as yeah. a child or while he was dropping the soap in prison. It's going to be something along those lines and it's going to be a pity party. And then it's going to be turned around on folks like yourself, like myself, that we are attacking a poor victim of abuse. So keep your eyes out for that nonsense story. Please don't be yeah, gullible and buy that shit. No, well, do you know what the danger is? I won't say who said this to, but said this to yesterday to someone that I made communication with. I said, oh, he's, he's, he's making a big mistake if he goes down that, or could be making a big mistake. Because, I'm sorry, it's like when people who are found out to be abused and children turn around and say, I was abused as a child. Do they get any sympathy? Like hell they do, they don't get any sympathy at all. So they say, if he turns around and starts saying, no, I was abused, right? And people are marrying up with this, what he got, what he was, was going to say, got a college to, Carly was quite willing to do it, or doing the um, daddy thing. Right. People will be thinking, well, mm, is he using this as an excuse to deflect? People aren't as damn short blacks to believe they are. And they'll be like, he'll be asking more questions, well, why is he saying that? And that's just something else which I've said to Sean in the past as well, which he doesn't like being reminded of. This is a man that when he was given millions of pounds to European drugs cartels, as I said to him, I said, you were helping pay for trafficking. You were helping pay for child sex exploitation. I said, because he used that money. He was with the Mexican Mafia. Are you tell me that the Mexican Mafia aren't involved in human trafficking and sex trafficking and child sex uh, exploitation. Of course they are. But he doesn't like being a reminder of that. No, he'll, he, he'll take the, you know, the stuff that'll make him look in a nice picture, in a nice light, you know, like a an ecstasy drug kingpin. Oh. That, that sounds like a nice title. You know, he'll, he'll, put, he'll slap that on gladly. But when it comes to him being a 30-year-old or a 28-year-old messing with questionable age girls, you know, I'm not going to go any further than that, but very questionable. And Poet, he's got a channel. He's been digging deep into that. And, I mean, it puts everything suspect. I've been mentioning this. One of the things that really brought him in, and I hope he's listening again because I'm going to keep bringing it up every goddamn time. One of his ex-girlfriends... Who was, who was at a questionable age at the time he met her, and he was already in his late 20s, early 30s. And um, I did research. I know who exactly who she is. 
and I researched wow. her, and I did not want to bug her because she is innocent, and I don't want to drag any innocent people into this big fucking mess. But one thing that I found out from her is that she is only two years recovered from meth. Uh-huh. Think about that. So this person had her life upside down for 20 plus years because of another fucker that is making this little YouTube stardom and, and building GoFundMes. Right. Meanwhile, she had to pick up the pieces of her life for 20 years. Life destroyed. And yeah. and all due to this motherfucker. It's truly sickening. This is what people have got to look into. And this is why I say no one needs interviewing people. Drugs, bats, and all this. You know, and who are heavies who are you know, locked up in five different cultures and stalling, you know, who, who are, you know, that fella. People forget these are people who have destroyed people's lives and there's going to be families, there's going to be children whose lives have been screwed up because the parents right. were hooked on drugs. And drugs is not, and why was shown into all these drugs to make money because that's what he's doing for the all are and why the hell they're making these out to be heroes I don't know I don't know if they want to be heroes well not if they want to be heroes if they want to be someone to look up to and be inspirational show it with positive work not getting a podcast together yeah. and getting people in you know and getting money getting mantras and stuff like that no show ground level do things like I asked Sean to do. Come with me, Sean, with your little friend, James Esposito, with his camera. And instead of talking about about Savile, making a film about Savile, oh, my God, that's a shock, isn't it? No one knows what happened to Savile. Yeah. <laughs> come do something actually now that will save children. Now I come down to me with the camera, stick it right in the face of Jane Kennedy, the police and crime commissioner, and say, why have you allowed that chief constable to block an investigation into children being sexually exploited that's on this right. That's right. He doesn't know that. Doesn't want, no, he can't go on about Sappho or go on about his old news, old, old news that everyone knows about. He's just a giant fraud, giant fake. I mean, we've said it over and over, and that's the most upsetting thing. I mean, he should, for all the things that we know about his past, he should still be sitting in a goddamn jail cell next to Bubba. And and for whatever reason, he was able to get out whether he snitched on someone or cut a deal or, or maybe he had greater connections that we don't know about, whatever the case, he, he should be in prison to this day and he's out. And what is he doing while he's out? He's doing these creepy ass podcasts with some of the most disturbing material out there. And instead, in my opinion, maybe I'm being hard, but in my opinion, based on all the shit we know about you and all the lives you destroyed, you should be out there atoning for your fucking sins because you should be in jail at this very fucking moment. But that's how I feel. I, maybe it's a little too hard. And it's just so fucking ridiculous. Well, I think what it is, he's, he comes across to me that he was a spoiled little brat. His parents spoiled him. Little, little sure he couldn't do anything wrong. Now, of course, his parents will want him out of prison. You can't slag on his parents, no matter what anyone's done. That same child, they'll put their face. I'm never going to slag off his parents for doing that. But they really need, and if he comes to them, which it looks like he has, I expect the abuse. 
bail me out, bail me out. Yeah. They want to take me out and say, look, sorry, this is the end of it now. This <laughs> is the end of it now. Because they're complicit in it then. Yeah, they're very complicit in it. But I think what it is, he, wants, he comes across as someone that was a spoiled brat and can get away with it. Oh, yeah. My family, I'm telling you this now, I was brought up in a very, uh, not strict, I'd say, but you knew, you didn't question your parents. If your parents told you to do something, you did it, you were good. My life was planned out for me from the top. I was to go into ballet, I was to go to the entertainment industry, and that was it. If I'd ever done anything to get me put in prison, I am telling you now, my mama and papa used to tell me this, it's like, you'll stay there. You'll stay there, and that's true. They wouldn't celebrate me less. They wouldn't have got me out. No way would they. And that wasn't because they didn't love me. It's because they believed you had to pay. Right. Yeah, you did something. There were consequences, and you had to own up to those consequences. But sadly, in Sean's case, his parents' love transpired into getting them out. Not only getting them out, as she said about his father, his father helped him before he got out to become a source of celebrity, didn't he, with his website. And that way it went wrong. He's been told there's no consequences for what he did. Right. A trust fund baby, in other words. <laughs> yeah. He just... That's what he wants to get. Everything handed to him. You know, anything... Just anything he... He thinks he can get away with anything. He's on top of the world. Whatever he wants to do, he's going to do. He He's smarter than anyone else. Um, just like we've been saying all along, just the ultimate narcissist. Well, he can't with his parents. He can get away with anything he wants to. Because they'll always think, oh, they'll always think, well, and I say I'm not trying to off that parents will do that. They will do that kind of thing. And you can't, because it must be horrific thinking that your sons, you know, right, rotten away in a jail. But they should have put, they should say, man, this is an end to it. This because he said to me, right, he blamed me for his mother not being able to get sleep at night. And I said to him, wait a minute. I said, I'm getting the blame for it. Me, you're the one that's done it, but I'm getting the blame. And I put it straight to him. Said, look, I said your mama is no concern of mine whether she can get sleep or not. She's no concern of mine whatsoever. It's him that should be concerned about whether she gets sleep or not. By the way, he's carrying on. Yeah. Oh, it's just so much. It's It's been a roller coaster the last month, just dissecting everything. And I mean... Anyway, any last questions or anything you want to know about? Well, because would you like to share some, some truth bombs? <laughs> Anything major that you don't think has been discussed and you would feel uh, free to share with us? Well, not really truth bombs. All that. You mean in relation to Sean and Carly? Right. Not really. The only thing that I can say is, Sean, don't push your luck, mate, because I know damn well how you got out of prison. And I'm keeping it to myself. Don't push me. Don't push me. Told me God, <laughs> and this is what he forgets. I do know, I do hear a lot of things here, a lot of things that good contact. So that's my final um, woman who just, you know, behave herself. If you just 
Call Beth and Ray, get rid of that. Go for me. You know, so being a model person, do you know what? I, why am I saying this? Is, it's not going to happen, is it? It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, but that's what I want to say anyway. Right. No, I, I, th- this whole power play where he's threatening to shut it all down for, you know, dare talking against the prince, Atwood. <laughs> I mean, th- this whole thing, it's not going to work. It's not going to work on me. It's not going to work on yourself. It's not going to work on anyone. It's just shown that this man goes on about freedom of speech. But I'll like, oh, that's what you forgot to say. Brand new tube. Now, the good thing about that is, and that's been getting a lot of flack, hasn't it? But good on a Mahat bus for actually making that decision to suspend Sean. Yeah. Most people wouldn't have done that. They would have just ignored Joel. So good on him for actually doing that. That's one good thing that came out of it. Right. He's actually made a decision there. Yeah, I it, I was surprised, and you know they made a good call, and I just hope they continue to make good calls and. I would hope, maybe this is me just being wishful thinking, but I would hope that a lot of this shit would be resolved. If people, no matter their class, no matter where they at, no matter their subscriber count, we could all be held to the same fucking standards. And that's yeah. the biggest problem. There, There's different tiers. And Sean knows what tier he's in, so he thinks he can push his weight around with us with these fucking veiled threats of harassment. Um it's a fucking joke. So if BNT can continue, and we know BNT is listening, we know that if they're not listening now, they'll listen to it when it gets uploaded. BNT, yeah. do the right thing. See, if they get it right, that's why. I was surprised when that happened. I mean, it was annoyed. Great human, I thought. They turn around. They may not be naming me, but they know. People know, well, WB know what they're talking about. Right. You know, troll and suggesting that I'm an pedophile on me. And anytime, or oh, anytime somebody wants to have a chat with me, broadcast, I'd do it, but she won't. She won't. She won't do it at all. Because um, she was totally outdoor today, what she was saying. But it's just a situation you can ju- I'm with my channel now as I said I'm going to stock I might talk about Sean now and again I might talk about Carling out again but I'm going in a different direction for the simple problem the boring me it's so yeah. boring I can't force his followers right. and I wouldn't want for followers to think like I do and do what I do it's up to them if they're getting entertained if they like it that's up to them you know let them carry on and it's like what Sonia said funny enough which was right. When Chum's going, I have 80% approval, 80% approval from his followers. And then suddenly he said, well, that's bad. <laughs> it's very bad. Yeah. That's about your followers. And I've said this about a lot of people that do follow Chum, if you watch them, and this was from the beneficial abuse days, you'd see them literally drooling in the comments. Oh, I can't wait. You've got Rupert Wong on again. Oh, you've got John Wedron again. Oh yeah, these Satanists. And I'd be like, how are they getting all like it's like they're really enjoying all these graphic details. Mm-hmm. Um, that shows what his aim some of his follow base are like. They're getting a the thrill out like he is. They're getting a the thrill out of it. It's not that they're actually concerned or horrified. 
the fine entertainer, and that's what it is. Yeah. And so leave him to it, though. I mean, it's his life. The future will dictate what happens to him. I'm going to be, I'd say, moving on to other things because he's absolutely bored me to is now. It's got to the point where it can't go any further as far as I'm concerned. So I'll be starting to... Unless something serious happens, then I'll um, discuss that. And a couple of people that have got to be told about A lot of people that have got to be challenging, not just him. Right. No, and I, I I did catch your latest video, um, you know, that you uploaded in response to the stream. I believe at the very end you mentioned me, and I I did hear you say that you were going in a whole another direction, and I completely respect it. I, from what I understand, you've got new software, new computers. So, uh, you mind telling people? So if I'm telling, I'll still be talking to people. People say to me like, "Let's do a podcast." We'll, we'll do a podcast some other time about you know we could end up talking about him or talking about another subject I'll be talking about it I don't mind talking about it someone else is why I don't want to talk to me and right. so yeah I'll talk about it it's just on my channel I was looking at the thought do you know what I thought it's just in, 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 in. John Wedger John Wedger John Wedger and right. I thought is this what my channel is yeah. all about with the initial the First thing was to expose what was going on at the Mesa Police, which had both then taken a back seat and haven't been, haven't been doing. Again, because people aren't interested in that sort of thing. They just don't listen to that. They want to hear all the drama and all this. Whereas, so get it back into where it's supposed to be going. Addressing the children that are actually being um, abused now. And also, I have a um, background all my life in entertainment. I want to do entertainment little videos as well. Yeah. To entertain people. <laughs> so, so I can enjoy it instead of just making bitch moms all the time. No, no, I completely understand. I'm, I'm in that same boat. And I eventually want to want to go a different route. I love doing these live streams. I love getting people on. And while we're at it, I I mean, if anyone is a ex Sean Atwood guest, you definitely find me. Uh, we can get you on on the next live stream. But I'm in the same boat as you, uh, Anne. I, I'm, it's a lot of fatigue, but I also feel at the same time that a lot of people are still interested. They're tired of, of seeing the charlatan on TV. You know, it. it this um, definitely. Interesting because I keep on getting people saying to me, Oh, are you going to do a video about this? Someone was saying, I can't even remember what they were talking about. But then, interview, oh, yeah, John Wedge just plays a stand. Go for me. Right. I thought, no, I thought, I'm not going to do it because, you know, you sometimes have to say, I've done as much as I can. You can't, I can't force people to say, listen to this, you must agree with what I'm saying. Right. It's up to them whether they want to or not. And it, I say, it just becomes a circle of, yeah, it exposes people, but it just, oh God, it just gets nowhere at the end, you think. Oh yeah. It it's, it's hard to, um, it's hard to accept for a lot of people that they've been fooled or been wrong, you know? Um, it, once you realize it, that's, you know, the anger starts to kick in and whatnot. But when you've been indoctrinated into thinking 
a certain way and then to think or to know or realize that everything you knew about this person or this thing it was completely wrong it's it's hard to accept for a lot of people and uh you know sean's living by that book of the you know that we mentioned earlier where he's trying to build a cult-like following and a lot like you were saying 80 percent of the people still believe in him and and that's going to be hard it's going to be hard to reach those folks they've got to make their own opinions and, and and do their own due diligence and not be fooled by this goddamn clown well this is it it's um he's giving them this he's giving them it's um, he gives them the ideas it's nice to sit behind the computer isn't it and watch someone going on about satanic attributes or going on about the dark web and then thinking because you watched it made a comment that you're doing something positive. No, I pull people that's on that. They go on, oh, I don't do, I say, well, what have you done? And they go, oh, well, I advertise and all this. This is what happened in 2004. So you know this VIP, these ones. Oh, I, 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 RT, and I do this and I do that. I say, well, that's doing nothing. It's doing nothing. But where's it going? Oh, my God, the establishment's going to be absolutely horrified. You've rt some article. Oh, my God, that will terrify them. Death by RT. It's just absolute nonsense. It is. And seeing in the past as new. And again, history's repeating itself again. Oh, yeah. There's one called um, Susan Crocombe, shiny blue dress, and she was involved in the VIP beat class thing, you know, promoting it. She was friends with them. She was right there with her friends, Sonny Clarabelle, right there up at the top, and everyone was calling them, you know, wonderful. They were heroes, they were fighting all this abuse. Then Carl Beach happened Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no way around it. And that's why this whole thing hasn't gone away all this time later, because it's all lies and the lies just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the hole they keep digging themselves in lie after lie just keeps getting bigger. And that this is what I mentioned last week. I said, it's not just my channel that just pops up. It's not just all these other little channels popping up. There's hundreds of little fires and they're trying hard to stamp them out. But it, the the freaking mess that they left behind is just getting bigger. It's it's a big snowball of shit. They just keep. Uh, yeah, so what did I say, Jim? The best investigators I've ever seen. Some of them are on the internet, but absolutely outstanding. They, do you know what? I've said it before. Some of them, if they were in the police forces, my God, they'd be stars. They'd be absolute stars. They'd. Uh, they just in cases right, left, and centre. And that's what people forget, like Sean Abbott and others. I mean, I'm yeah. even going on talking about this other side of the day. You best not have any secrets, because if you do, someone out there is going to find out. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the amount of stuff that we have found out, and you are, you are a member of our little tight-knit group, the amount of stuff we have found out. I don't want to get too much into it because I do not want to tip my hand. But, yeah. Sean, believe it. We know it all. You are hiding nothing. 
And the more, I mean, you could have easily saved face by coming clean long ago and admitting to this fucking nefarious activity. And we could have all moved on and all this shit wouldn't have just got bigger. But by you deciding to lie and thinking you could sweep it under the rug, your fucking problem just turned into a giant dumpster fire. And the biggest thing of all, as I said at the beginning, I gave him the option that it maybe could never have come out. I said to him, no, I didn't care whether Carly was a waiting girl or not. All that I was concerned about was that they were scamming the public out of money, and are still scamming the public out of money. That's what my concern was. And I gave him the option to just close down, refund all the people and close it down. But now. So he's yeah, he's done it himself. Yep. He's done him the option. He's done it himself. So I don't know what he's thinking about. But if he's threatening people, you know, just have to go and do one. Tell him to do one. He can go fuck himself. That's what I'm going to tell him. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to mince any goddamn words. I mean, he's full of shit. He did it to himself, and he's trying to play the victim. You know, okay. and, and and you know everyone's attacking him. All these trolls are hired by the pedophiles. All this fucking nonsense for, and, and he's all, all this shit that he's saying is all because of his fucking mistakes and his fucking problems. Because he was too bullheaded to turn around and take down that company, and that's why this is all aimed. And as you say, in this group that's going on, especially what's coming out about Carly. I mean, my God. <laughs> you just read and you think, oh, this face <laughs> like he was a traffic, I don't think so. You know, so it is, and that's what happens. People will start digging up. Oh, yeah. He should have taken the option to not, I mean, has it been worth it? Five grand, 5,000, and his whole reputation is being dragged through the mud for 5,000 pounds. Holy, yeah. What a, what a fucking idiot. This is why I was calling him a goddamn idiot from the very beginning. Someone who thinks themselves as genius just is so narcissistic to think that they know more than anyone else. And unbeknownst to him, it, you know, the amount of shit that we have, we have treasure troves of shit on you, Sean. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I, yeah. But you know, he just, at the end of the day, also, this is the thing. You know, when you're on the right track, you know, when you've got rights, when people support the person you're exposed or holding about, when they call you and they just slack it off, but they can't actually address the issues you're talking about. I get that all the time. I get that, you know, oh, you, you say, so why are you calling John Witch? Why are you calling Sean Atwood? Yeah. And I say, I say, instead of slacking me off, Tell me each part of what I say in this video went wrong. Yep. Because yep. And that's how I know that I'm right so I'm saying that because they can't prove me wrong. That's right. They can't prove me wrong here, wrong there. They're just insulting them by the way when you ask them to do it. So that's the, that's the test if people just insult you. And they can't, when they say, no, tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong in saying that. And they can't do it. They Absolutely. All right. Well, I mean, if there's anything else, I know it's it's a little late. I'm gonna stay a little bit, a few minutes after um, 
uh, we hang up and and just go over a few last things and and give some shout outs to some people that need it. I've got some messages of some important shout outs that we need to we need to give out. But I mean, is there anything else um, that you would like to share or? No, I'm, I, that's about as much as I'm just devastated. I'm <laughs> sitting uh, crying because Joe didn't come on and talk to me. Oh, I would, I would love it. And I can't thank you enough. And I, I mean this, this sounds cheesy, but I mean it from the bottom of my heart. You are my hero. You opened up my eyes. Um, I, you know, I had this man on a pedestal and you were the one that helped me see through the bullshit and lies of this man. And I can't thank you enough. And not only that, the fact that you had faith in me and accepted my invitation to do this live stream. I truly appreciate you. I need to send you a bottle of wine or something <laughs> because oh, I'm, doing all right. I'm, I'm a good girl. I don't drink. I don't drink <laughs> I'll figure something. Maybe some Godiva chocolates. How's that? A box oh, of them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I like holes, the nice holes, and it's stable that I keep it. So if anyone wants to do a GoFundMe, for me, yeah, let's, let's do a GoFundMe <laughs> to, to fund uh, the good, lovely yeah. Anne on, on some kind of escapade. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But anyway, it's been lovely speaking to you, Susan. We'll speak again to you one Thank you very much, and have a lovely night. Uh, I will do. Okay, now. Thank you. Likewise. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. Holy shit. 